made a huge mistake. You made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. You've made a huge mistake. Hello, world and internet. We are back. It is the TBD podcast, a.k.a. A Christmas edition, a.k.a. Travel edition, a.k.a. It's probably going to fuck up with the Wi-Fi's edition, a.k.a. Jeff, throw in two more Christmas AKAs. A.k.a. Champion edition, a.k.a. Are you, you're not really masturbating, right? You're just lying down. That was a joke. You're good. Uh, uh, there, I could make no guarantees about whether I am or will start masturbating during this podcast off to a great start jeff mm-hmm. bringing in a lot of new listeners for some fantasy advice this is the tbd podcast my name is josh klein that is jeff doyle i write for stuff jeff doesn't write for stuff you know what if you don't know who we are by now and this is your first time listening you are in for a treat and uh how did you even get here 16 weeks into the season <laughs> doesn't make any sense uh Listeners, yeah, we, for your viewing pleasure, I would like to say that uh, our my co-host and esteemed colleague Josh is lying down in a strange bed provocatively. So uh, I think that we're all excited about this uh, podcast, some Jeff, more so than others. Hoo-ha. Oh, I see what you did there. You mean excited like uh, like penally, right? Mm. Um, I think that – have you ever laid down not provocatively? Because I that's pretty much the only way that I lay or lie. Mm. It's lane, all provocative. Lane. lane. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the timeless artist seduction for me. Uh, we like to talk about fantasy football. We like to do it while we drink. So welcome to our podcast. We are going to help you out for your fantasy championship edition. Jeff. I, uh, before we get into I, I championship know, edition, we have a lot going on. But first, I would like to hear about the game last week. Because, again, we've had a lot of great games this year. And I'd put that in the top five as far as entertaining games that I've seen this year. Yeah, uh, Hawkeye listeners will uh, will be able to realize that I am a Carolina Panthers fan. Not sure if that has come across on the pod <laughs> at any point, but uh, I was uh, lucky enough to attend the Carolina Panthers-New York Giants game this past Sunday. And it was one of the reasons why we did not have a follow-up review podcast uh, because I got bad, so folks. drunk— yeah, well, I got so drunk at the game that it was really just not going to uh, – it wasn't going to happen. And then it was like, well, we're going to do it on Monday when we're sober. I don't think so. That's not going to happen. So uh, that's style. my fault. Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't make up for it, and uh, we don't care about our listeners. So that is our style. Fantastic game, as obviously as you guys saw. Here's the thing, Jeff. Um, when you go to a stadium like a New York Giants stadium or a New York Jets stadium, maybe like a Raiders stadium – where they have fans that are like really into their teams uh, and you were cheering for the other team, they make a lot of assumptions about your sexual preferences, even <laughs> if your wife is right there. I mean, they were, they were calling me Fs. They were calling me G. It was, a lot of, it was a lot of different names that I was being called. And uh, all I was doing was cheering. The key when you're at an away game, and this is something you should all write down in case you go to an away game, don't engage. Just don't engage with those fans. It's fine. You cheer for your team. I'm going to stand up and cheer for the Panthers. I'm going to cheer for Cam's beautiful smile. But I'll tell you what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to turn around and yell back at the guy who just said, hey, you just joined the bandwagon last week. Shut up, New York Giants fan. I've been a fan since Jimmy Clausen. You don't even know. And Steve Berline. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. And also my favorite part of the game was right after the uh, alleged, not alleged, 
the super dirty Odell Beckham hit, uh, which I kind of want to get your way in on here from a non-biased opinion. Uh, I, oh, myself, as well as all the other Panthers fans in our section, were really yelling a lot. You know, that's super dirty. They showed a replay on the stadium, and uh, it was super dirty. And the guy turns to me and goes, yeah, that was probably your guy's fault. Should have had his head right there. It's like, <laughs> come on, that's dude. awesome. I read a couple of tweets saying that he was just going back for a block and playing good hard-nosed football. Um, and I was like, hmm. Uh, I think hard nose might not be the right word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you don't really so much lead with your head on a typical block. Um, yeah, I don't know what you want my opinion on. Uh, I think that that matchup was a prize fight in every sense of the word. I mean, people have talked about it ad nauseum, but from an impartial fan, uh, it was must-see TV. Those are two guys that, you know, if Odell's not the best wideout in the league, him and Antonio Brown are going head-to-head for number one. And Norman has had just about the best year for a cornerback, so... Watching those two guys at the top of their <laughs> top of their trade, I thought was going to be great, and then they just started fighting. Yeah, so, it was in pretty to awesome. Being at the top of their trade, they were fighting at the same time, so it was uh, it was great. I really feel like uh, Beckham, his him behaving like a fucking jerk off, is taking away from his performance on the field because he is the only guy this year I've seen get the better of Norman. He was spectacular, and he was the biggest prick out there as well. He's a child, and. Uh, you know, suspension probably in order. They overturned it today, but uh, it, that play was very, very dirty. He was out of control, and he's also a top two wide receiver in the league. Yep, it's true. Uh, unconfirmed whether that con- suspension has been uh, overturned. By the way, apparently Jaws retweeted some sort of uh, like weird, not sketchy, sco- sketchy source. And it's all over the internet that maybe Jaws is just an idiot and retweeted somebody that's not true. <laughs> so, uh, so Terrific. as we are recording, it is uh, it may have been overturned. Well, you know what, Jeff? They brought a bat out on the field. They pre- they called him gay before the before pregame. So he probably uh, should have tried to end Josh Norman's career. But Josh, they- you got you got called a G a lot. In that game. I, and you didn't and end I, anyone's career. No, no, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm kind of ending my career right now, so uh, I think we can <laughs> all agree with that. Jeff, before we go any further, uh, I know this is we're going to get into the games. I promise you, listeners, you could fast forward about three minutes because we're going to do some thank yous here. The thank you that I want to send out first of all is to Cam and his beautiful smile. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. We're not going to do best of list, but we do want to send a quick shout out to our editor Stephen Whiting. Leave this in, Stephen. You're super handsome. You probably wear, I don't know, like a Harvard sweatshirt and uh, horn-rimmed glasses. Every uh, every episode before the episode starts, we try to guess what Stephen's wearing. Jeff, what do you think he's wearing right now? Uh, right now, I would say that he is wearing uh, just your classic khakis with some brown shoes. It's been a long day at the office, a long week. He's excited about vacation. Uh, and I think he might be having just a nice tall glass of gin yeah uh i want to change my guest to a full santa claus outfit is that (laughs) is that okay i think he's wearing a full santa claus outfit with beard at his computer drinking a tall glass of gin listeners every week we try and guess what steven looks like and is wearing and we've never met him and i think my favorite one that i've had all year was the motorcycle one with the goggles and the scarf flapping in the wing (laughs) that that was great yeah that was my descriptive yeah, but well, thank uh, you, Stephen. You've been uh, you've been awesome this year, man. We really appreciate it. You're the best. And with that, Jeff, tell them what happened in your fantasy football playoff last week. 
listeners, I beat Josh is what happened. That you can is, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I beat I beat him good. I beat you good. Uh, I got off to a real hot start with Mike Evans and Doug Martin. And really, it was never, not to, you know, rub salt on the wound, but to completely rub salt on the wound. It was I, in doubt. I was, was never nervous. No, never. It was never in doubt. I had you. It was bullshit. Uh, David Johnson put a 40 on on uh, <laughs> on Monday Night Football, and so you won up, by, like, 45. Yeah, but I was also up, like, I think 18 at that point. And yeah, it's a whatever, four. Jeff. Yeah, no, I got you. It was a heck of a run by you, but, uh, I mean, you just can't beat me, Josh. You can't beat me in fantasy, except for a couple weeks ago when you did beat me. But <laughs> you can't beat me. You shut your beautiful face, Jeff. Uh-huh. Uh how are you? So you're playing in the fantasy championship. Any other championships you got yes, this week? Yes, I'm in uh, the championship of two of five leagues, um, and unfortunately, it's my two smallest denomination entry fee leagues. But at the same Boo. time, if I can uh, get one of them, I consider the year a success. Just because I need one, <laughs> just got to get one. But uh, yeah. that said, upside of two would be great. Uh, have to have some year. money. Would love to get two this year. Uh, feeling good about it. Favorite in both of them too. So feeling okay. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's great. Where I am. I am in the championship of my work league, which is a weird week 16 and week 17 league. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be super awesome because I have both Cam and Carson Palmer as my two quarterbacks in that league. And both of them will probably be benched in week 17. Probably. So it's going to be terrific. Thanks a lot uh, to the Carolina Panthers and week 17. And then I'm also in my really big money league, Jeff. Uh, we play 16 games, and I'm currently tied for first, and I am playing the other gentleman who is also tied for first this week. So, God damn, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Who's so, favored? Uh, I am favored, and uh, I need to – and there is another guy that's also tied for first who's probably going to win, and I need to win by more than 15 points than him. It's going to be a lot, of, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what-have-yous. Oh, God, I love that expression. Well played. I, uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely uh, in the driver's seat because my team is awesome, and I will ask you some questions about those games. And one of the games I'm going to ask you a question about, Jeff, because I'm the best at segueing, is our Thursday night Christmas Eve, a real Christmas present to ourselves the San Diego Chargers for the Oakland Raiders. What a terrible game, Jeff. Let's just move past this really quickly. But I have one question for you. And my question is, uh, Danny Woodhead, can I start him in my fantasy championship? He um, had three touchdowns last week. So, Jeff. first of all, um, I think that uh, – did he have three or four touchdowns? I think it was, might have been four. He might have had four. So, anyways, the, the thing that I want to say is I would have lost this anyways, but at the last minute I took out – Danny Woodhead for Matt Jones. And it cost me 30 uh-huh. in a PPR league, and it cost me 34 points. <laughs> what a terrible decision. Uh, I hate myself oh. so much. Uh, Mostly but, because Matt Jones is the worst. It's a it's just a hilarious decision yeah. all around. Just luckily, uh, I, lo- I would have lost anyways, but I would have been furious on myself if I didn't let that happen. Uh, but what was your question? That's all, that's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> you, just, you just wanted to talk about yourself? Yeah. I didn't even pay attention. I'm sure you, you had something to say. Can I start Danny Woodhead over Lamar Miller or Matt Forte? Um, I would say no. I would say Lamar. We'll get into him later, but Lamar would probably be my choice. Oh, see, for me, it's Forte. I like Forte better than Woodhead, but whatever. Uh, I think that Woodhead is somehow is gotten himself in there. He gets red zone targets. He's leading the team in red zone targets. 
That's crazy, Jeff. They have Antonio Gates on the team. Uh, I just love that a little tiny scat back who happens to be white is the uh, best red zone weapon for an NFL team. Uh, it's, yeah. It's fantastic. I, I don't think you can trust him. I think that one of you, we talked about guys we liked and didn't, didn't like in these early games. And um, this is the guy I didn't like, oddly enough. I think that uh, it's people are going to be way overvaluing him after last week. I think that if you had him last week, great. Don't double down on Danny Woodhead. All right, that's fine. Uh, just something to share. I did some research statistics because I'm spending time with my wife's family. So I'm like, babe, I got to do research for the pod here. I can't be, you Josh know, pick says it. for the first time ever. What? Josh says for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't do a whole lot of research. Uh, the Raiders You're are the allowing. Face, though. It's true. I am the beautiful face of this podcast, <laughs> and uh, I'm also the muscle. And. The Ra- Can I get my stat out, dude? Because I have it. It is good. Yeah. The Raiders allow the seventh most, most receptions to running backs in the league. And you know who likes to catch passes out of the backfield? Digital Danny Woodhead. Digital DW. So just something to think about. Um, but I think he is more of a flex play than an actual RB2 play. Um, and at least you know what you're going to get on a Thursday. Uh, you know, he's certainly boomer bust. Mm-hmm. For sure. He does not have a nice floor, but he has a super high ceiling, obviously, since he scored four touchdowns last week. What about Oakland? Uh, Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree has been terrible the last, like, five weeks. Cooled off. Yeah, I, I was starting Crabtree for a couple of weeks there. I've gone back to John Brown at this point as my uh, every week flex play. Um, I, I don't really like anyone on the Raiders at this point. David Carr, uh, Derek Carr. <laughs> or David. <laughs> It's amazing that I still get that wrong. Week sixteen has uh, come back down to earth. He had a, he, he had a really nice season overall. He, it, my opinion of him changed, but he hasn't had a strong end to the year. Uh, Cooper had a pretty nice game. Was it one or two games ago? But otherwise, has been pretty spotty for like four of his last six. So I, I don't really feel good about any of those guys. If you have Cooper as your wide receiver too, okay. But for those folks that were riding or die with Carr uh, and killing it earlier in the year as your QB2, I, I hate it this week. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty shitty uh, week for the Thursday night game. But again, you guys, I do like both defenses yeah, in this San game. San Diego sucks too. So, I mean, it's not like a matchup-based <laughs> thing. I just really feel like they're they're not clicking right now. Um, so hopefully they can get, get it together. But for those folks who had Crabtree for a while and thrived on that, get them out of there. Uh, there's better options. Yeah, Latavius is a real nothing burger. Let's move it on. Saturday night, Washington, Philadelphia. Uh, Jordan Matthews has a breakout game after everyone gives up on him and puts him on his bench. Oh, that'd be fucking spectacular if he did that. I would love that. He just (laughs) did. He just did. Didn't he have a huge game last week? He did. Um, Jesus, man. I don't even remember. Wow. Great job by you drinking a lot on Sunday. And uh, But I've got to tell you, I'm pretty sure that did happen, and I don't trust anybody on this Philadelphia offense. That includes the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight ends. Totally disagree, Josh. I love this. What? Um, yeah, the, we talked about one guy we liked and didn't. Zach Ertz is my guy. I feel like Zach Ertz is pretty much the uh, focal point of this passing attack that has been kind of hilariously getting okay and respectable, almost respectable at the end of the season. <laughs> And uh, I would feel great about playing him. And we talked about our seven. I feel like that's getting a little getting a little blurry at the end of the year here. I know we don't have that clear-cut seven anymore. And uh, I feel like Zach Ertz is a great option. And he's likely available in your league. If you don't have 
Fuck, if you don't have Gronk, if you don't have Delaney Walker, if you don't have... Um, Olsen, Olsen. Barnage, Olsen, uh, Julius Thomas. I think he's seven for me. Wow. Yeah, he Where might be wrong? right there. Um, yeah, Ben Watson probably is ahead Drew of Drew Brees has a torn, uh, plant, uh, torn ligament in his foot. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... That means that Luke McCown is going to tear it up. He was in that commercial, Jeff. I got to be honest, those commercials are spectacular. Yeah, They're and they great. really worked out great because I think all of those backups have played. What about uh, Washington? What about Washington? Uh, Deshaun Jackson, um, there's a stat that I don't remember, but it basically says Kirk Cousins coming off huge games and in, uh, I don't know. I, I forgot the stat, but I don't think he's going to be very good this week. There it is. I don't, I'd love to be able to back that up with something, but I'm not because I'm the worst but I just call it a gut feeling, if you will. Call it a heart feeling, Josh. Yeah, it is a heart feeling. And blame it on the rain. But I, the only guy that I think that you could play for Washington. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's our top seven. Jordan Reed. Jordan you Reed. have to play Jesus, Jordan How Reed. do we miss him? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, Ursa's uh, eight then. Top four uh, tight end, probably. And I think Deshaun Jackson is going to get loose for a long touchdown. So, uh, I think that is a... That is a guy that I am going to be targeting as like a flex. Not targeting. I don't know if I could trust him in my championship game. Probably not. Maybe you're hurting and you need somebody. Fuck, man. I don't know how I feel about that for Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I hate it. You're on your own there. He is yeah, so that's boom fine. bust in the fucking title. I can see why you would do it. If you're uh, at once upon a time, if you were a running back heavy team. Um, I don't know if there are are those anymore but with all the rash of injuries, but I, I couldn't imagine trotting him out there. He is ripe for a uh, four for 19 game. Yeah, I mean, maybe you are. See, I feel like he's not going to get four for 19. I think he either gets zero for zero or three for 180 and two touchdowns. <laughs> so uh, he's a Ted Ginn type of a situation. Jeff, I think you might be excited about the next game. Are you excited? Do you know what game it's going to be? I'm going to tell you what it is. This is the lead up when you get to talk for, I don't know, two and a half minutes straight about your New England Patriots against the New York Jets. Tell me about the running game, and I want to know about the passing game as well. Who is going to play quarterback for the Patriots? Let's start there. We are going to go with number 12, good old, good old number 12. Um I think that the weird part about the running game is that it's so it's almost passing game oriented, which is the weird thing to say is we're we're taking the running game out of it. We are working James White into the equation with short passes, uh, screens, uh, you know, getting him in the flat, anything to really move away from a conventional running game because we we don't have talent back there. Brandon Bolden had a couple pretty good runs in the game. I don't know if you saw, but he, you know he ripped off like a nine and a ten yard run in the first or second quarter. Early, he was getting the job done. Um, but he is a very average NFL running back. There's nothing to get excited about there. But I tell you, what you can get fucking excited about is James White. Um, he has a PFF plus seven point four grade in the passing game since he took over for James uh, uh, Dion Lewis as the third down passing back. Uh, which means he's really fucking good at what he does. Uh, if you're in a PPR league, he is a, I mean, he is a high end running back two, borderline low end running back one play in a 
standard league, I wouldn't feel as excited about it. Um, but at the same time, he, he has huge upside. One, he had a great game last game. He also had a 70, that's 7-0 D-yard play called back on a bullshit call. Um, so, I mean, he, he could have had an absolutely monster game. Didn't happen. But aside from the usual suspects, he's the one guy that I would feel really fucking excited about. I think my favorite part of that entire rant was when you said 70, that's 7-0 D yard. <laughs> I can't get more descriptive than that, Josh, because the first time I heard it, I thought it said 17. And I was like, so what are we pissed off about? Like, oh, 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 7-D, 7-O-D. D. <laughs> Got it. I see where the D comes in. Uh, oh, that's, it came out dirtier than I thought it would. Uh, yeah, now, I, you're not worried about Brandon Bolden at all? I th- I mean, I am. Brandon Bolden has a legitimate role in that offense. He is the early down thumper. Uh, but I really feel like James White has... It, Patriots have shown several times, even this year, that when the running game isn't working, they're just not going to run it. And against the Jets, who have a filthy D-line, they're just yeah. going to throw it. You know, Revis is not who we thought he was, or not for not worth the money. He's proven that this year. Cromartie's had a down year. They have a lot of terrible guys in the secondary that the Patriots are going to exploit this weekend. And uh, that is, that's where James White comes in as well. So what about uh, wide receivers? Do you like um, do you like Amendola? Is Amendola going to play? Amendola's so going to play, right? The, he's going to play. I, I, you I, I really am like leaning, you, leaning on you for information about the Pats because mm-hmm. I like – because I didn't watch I, – obviously, I was at the game last week, and then we were on the bus on the way home, and then I was pretty much blacked out for the rest of the night. So all of Sunday, it was all box scores for me. Like, I didn't get a chance to actually see any of it. I hear you, dude. And I think that – so Amendola got hurt. Um, I think that I'd be worried about, worried about him coming out of the game if there's any little tweak. And to me, you know, Josh, it's all about trust. <laughs> oh, the reality uh, this, is, yeah, this is the fantasy championship. Trust. I understand why you'd play him. His upside is very high, but there's that unknown element to him that's higher than other players. That if he gets a tweak, Belichick is going to pull him because there's really very, very little that they're playing for at this point. There's still home field advantage and number one seed throughout, um, but it's they're in the driver's seat and they control their own destiny here. And I feel like it's, it's going to it's going to be theirs. Um, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't feel good about any of the Patriots' pass catchers aside from oh, this is ridiculous to say this in the championship. Rob Gronkowski and James White. Wow, uh, one of those two things makes sense to me to my yeah. ears. It's fucking it, wild, man. You know what would be fun is uh, maybe next week we're actually talking about like what we're gonna do uh, during the playoffs. Obviously, we're not gonna do fantasy football, but we we're talking about maybe we would just uh, like do like a Sunday review after a couple of the playoff rounds. And it might be fun for us to listen to like our preseason projections and who we liked in the preseason and then just yell at each other about how hilarious they are. Because totally, man. I was actually going the other way with that. I was, I wanted to bring up as we talk about guys this week is like, uh, so a, um, you know, a fully healthy Demarius and Ted Ginn is a way better option. Yep. You're <laughs> like absolutely it's just right. fucking crazy that we're at this point in the year. Yeah, it's like, well, in this, in these two games, would you rather in this game would you rather start James White or Chris Ivory? Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent James White. Yeah, it's true. And guess what, buddy? Uh, I might want to start Bilal Powell over Chris Ivory. The past three weeks, Bilal, 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 
he makes me feel drunk just by saying his name. You he said has, it like, a couple of the, times, and you're kind of right. You slur it naturally. It's too many L's and and too many vowels. So Bilal Powell is uh, he is their pass catching guy, and in a game where uh, the only the only in the past like six or seven weeks, the only game where Ivory has been a top 10 top 15 running back is a game where the jets led wire to wire. And that's not going to happen obviously against the Pats. So I think you're looking at Bilal Powell is a little bit of a better option. Certainly in a PPR league, I'm starting Bilal Definitely Powell all day. League. Definitely a PPR league. Absolutely. Um, and the Pats are pretty good, pretty good against the rush. Uh, traditional running. They, they've been pretty stout. Um, we're starting to get hit by injuries toward the end of the year, but what team isn't? Um, I, I would feel well, first of all, I'm starting Marshall and Decker, right? Yeah. And they've, uh, got, they've gotten you here. And I Fitzmagic re- in a two-quarterback week. I read a stat today, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher it, uh, but I am I believe the stat was that Decker has had 80 yards or a touchdown in every game this season. Jesus Christ. That's, that's insane. Staggering. That is amazing. That is insane. He's a wide uh, receiver, too. At, oh, God, that's amazing. Good I think him. he's a low-end wide receiver one at this point. Like, and, and you know what, Jeff? Something that we don't talk about enough, very handsome. Yeah, very handsome is. guy. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, he has one of those um, where he will come on the screen, and my wife is like, ooh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so for the Jets, it's, it's, like the, it's like the four horsemen, except Bilal Powell is now the new uh, Chris Ivory. Mm-hmm. It's a real um, Chris Benoit type of a situation. That's a really uh, obscure wrestling reference, but if you got it, uh, it's great. He's yeah, a, you're kind of a monster if you got it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, uh, that year when I think it was our friend Taylor who had the um, – It's the best, best – you know, we should probably not say that. Let's, the, uh, let's move on. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm going to say it. I don't even care. The okay. best fantasy team name of all time was uh, all, all Mrs. Benoit had to do was tap out. Uh, that was Ladies good. and gentlemen, the aristocrats. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Jacksonville versus New Orleans, Jeff. We're jumping ahead. I don't care. That's a four o'clock game because I want to talk about how Allen Robinson, he got snubbed. He got straight snubbed, Jeff. How does he not make it to the Pro Bowl? It's He's ridiculous. Amazing, man. I'm, uh, so remember that trade where I traded Cooper for because I had Allen Robinson in the wings? I'm probably more excited about having Allen Robinson as a keeper than Amari Cooper at this point. What are yeah. your thoughts on that? You should. Allen yeah. Robinson, uh, more fun. And th- it it pains me to say this. Actually, it doesn't because I love this team. That Jacksonville offense looks like it's going to be great for, like, years to come. Like, uh, I'm saying the passing game. They're, and oh, yeah. fantasy-wise. Yeah. Because I don't expect their defense to get any better next year. And I don't expect TJ Yeldon to suddenly turn into Walter Payton. So I feel like Blake Bortles is just going to have to slang that that B around, and B is for ball, and he's going to throw for a lot of 7-0 D touchdowns. And at this point, if you are uh, have someone who's ridden Robinson and Bortles and Hearns to a degree uh, to the fantasy championship, you couldn't have a better situation than going yep. against the Saints in New Orleans in a dome in a controlled environment. I mean, this is perfect for it's, those. It's unbelievable. You got to set your watch to those weapons, Jeff. It is uh, very, very exciting, and uh, I'm just excited to watch this game. I feel like Sunday is just going to be a fantastic day for football because, especially for fantasy football, for real life football, not that good. There's like four good games on the docket, but for fantasy football, 
Jacksonville New Orleans is a beast of a game. Jacksonville very still fun. something to play for. Um, they are right in the thick of things in that NFC AFC South. Um, Hilariously, I, yeah, no kidding. I, I think that you're for you're starting everyone, uh, shoelace included, uh, on the Jacksonville. That that turns. That's Thomas. That's Robinson. That's Bortles. That's shoelace. That's five startable assets on the Jaguars. Holy fuck! I did yeah. not see that coming this year. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, I do think just to just something to think about. If you've been like absent-mindedly rolling Hearns out there, he's been slowly getting worse. So you may have a better option at this uh, point yeah. in your Look flex you. spot. Uh, but at the same time, if you've been rolling him out there, I have a league. Honestly, in my I'm in the championship, and I've started Bortles, Hearns, and Robinson every week for like seven weeks. And I probably have a better option on the bench. I don't even care. I'm not messing with the gold that got me here. You know what, Jeff? Sometimes it's all about the locker room, and you don't want to mess up that chemistry that your guys have on your team. And I want Cam take the wheel to uh, to win the championship, even though it doesn't have Cam on the team. Uh, we're going to move on to our next game, which we're not really going to talk about because we have to talk about the Saints real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, we have to cover them completely. Move past them. I think that for the Saints, Breeze is a very solid play. My only advice is you have to follow that foot injury he has a legit injury uh torn ligament in his foot um it's something to keep track of because if he sits um i disagree with your point i'm not playing any of the pass catchers i don't have that level of trust with mccann um i know he did very he did well for one game but that that was very that was early in the year that was in the first half a shitload has happened since then timing's off i'd go with something else unless you're fucked Unless Jeff's, you have no other options. <laughs> Unless you're fucked. Yeah, and yeah, if you yeah, are, yeah, then whatever. you're fucked. I, I just feel like, to be honest with you, Jeff, we're going to pull out all the catchphrases here because it's the last week of the season's championship week. Um, I think we got to look at game script a little bit here. Ooh. Yeah. If, uh, if our man, uh, Drew Brees, is not playing in this game, don't you feel like Jacksonville is going to jump out to a lead and then they're going to be throwing it a lot? And if I'm Luke McCown... I'm going to be looking to my tight end a lot. I'm going to be looking to Ben Watson. I'm going to be looking to throw it up deep style to uh, geometry teacher Bill Sneed, <sighs> to uh, Brandon Cooks. I mean, I, I just feel like I don't want to start Luke McCown, but I feel like the pass catchers, this game, I, I like the over. And I don't even know what the number is, but I want to bet the over because this seems like a really fun game. Seems like, like, a, uh, like a 35 to 24 type of a matchup, and both quarterbacks throw for three, four touchdowns. That's just for I me. I mean, I kind of love your logic on game scripting. That's uh, it's pretty spot on. It, it does seem like a game where Jacksonville is going to score, and I say that with confidence because the Saints defense is so bad. It really um, is. So I, I think that <laughs> McCown did put up numbers. I think that the Saints offense is inherently in a position where they're going to have to throw the ball. Um, so it's nothing new there. I love your argument, but I don't think it's something crazy. Uh, I also... I, I just don't want to bring a guy out who hasn't played all year in the fantasy championship. Well, I'm not saying you want to you want to do Luke McCown, but if you've been playing Ben Watson for the past six seven weeks, you're not going to find a better option on the waiver wire unless it's Zach Ertz. You want to play Ben Watson or Zach Ertz? Great wow. question. You know what's awesome, man? I uh, God, you're a professional. I was trying to steer my whole conversation about so I dropped Watson for Ertz uh, because I don't trust uh, that situation and I wanted to get your take. So sounds wow. like, uh, you know, I, I still like that move. I, I feel like Ertz is the better option. It's non-PPR. It's just he, she, he seems like a 
the more central point of attack to an offense that's getting on the, on its way up instead of the way down. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I understand where you're coming from. Personally, I disagree. Uh, and that's what we do on this pod. Sometimes we disagree. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you who else disagrees is uh, Ben disagreeing with ladies who don't want to have sex with him. That's Ben Roethlisberger. And we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh versus Baltimore game. That's, I don't know why I had to just sh- sh- fire shots at Ben Roethlisberger from 10 years ago. Very unexpected, very awesome. <laughs> yeah, came out of nowhere. Would it have been better with, uh, I'll tell you who also disagrees, is Ben Roethlisberger when you tell him, he's got to wear a motorcycle helmet, Jeff. <laughs> Man, I love that story. Wasn't it a woman that, uh, that hit him and then she got death threats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Football is Ghost the worst. Ghost Steelers. <laughs> Ghost Steelers. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what an <laughs> asshole. Ben Roethlisberger is the worst uh, 40-year-old That's dad it, bod. I am all in on the Steelers offense this week. Oh, in yeah. DFS, you should be. You know, you pay up for one guy every week. Uh, I, it's Antonio Brown for me. I think Roethlisberger is good value. And I also think that uh, I like Martavis Bryant this week. So I have all three of those guys. You know, I feel like I've had – anytime I've done well this year, I've heavied up on an offense. Usually it's the Cardinals. Because I feel like they've been a pretty exceptional value with those wide wide receivers being comparable, but also having the ability to put up huge points. But this week for me, it's uh, the Steelers. Yeah, I think that um, there are one of the one of the things that we could bring out of this year fantasy wise is there are certain teams that you could have a lot of guys on there if you invested heavily in the uh, in the Carolina offense in the Pittsburgh offense in the Jets offense and in the Arizona offense, most likely you're playing in your championship. Yep. And if you invested highly in the Green Bay offense, in the Giants offense, in the Saints offense, probably not as much. But or the Falcons offense, that's another good example. But anyway, uh I think that yeah, for me, I think all those guys are eminently startable. I think Heath is even startable in a PPR league. Um, I have nothing but high hopes for this Pittsburgh offense this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, it's going to be amazing. And obviously, D'Angelo is a must-start as well. Uh, he is, for the folks who were lucky enough to get him or save him um, from when he had him earlier in the year, Just he's been a phenomenal fantasy asset this year, and I truly did not see that coming. Absolutely. He's like a top three start this week. Uh-huh. And I'm on the Baltimore side of the ball, it's nobody except for my man. Yeah, good for you, man. You called it. Kmar Aiken. Uh-huh. Do you know how he scored that touchdown last week? Did you see it? I only I saw the I saw the highlight. It was a uh, it was a hail mary at the end of the first half that Clawson underthrew. He <laughs> threw it. <laughs> Aiken <laughs> caught it at like the ten, and then had a juke and jive his way into the end zone. Uh, it was hilarious. Steelers uh, can't cover anyone. Uh, you might be a, not a bad DFS play this week. No, not a bad DFS play and. Oh, God. Are, are we in the fantasy championship and you want to start Kamar Aiken at your flex? Can you trust him, Jeff? I don't know. No, I mean, I'm not doing that. I might rather trust him. No, no. I was going to say I might play him over Alan Hearns, but I'm not going to. Chicago, Tampa Bay. Uh, we are moving it right along because that running back split in Chicago, it doesn't make any sense to me. I was reading some of the ESPN um you know, like fantasy football rankers today, and they all had Matt Forte as a top ten play. What am I missing? I don't feel I don't see it for Forte. He's splitting carries with Langford. He uh, didn't get he got less carries than Langford last year last week, and he has been 
he has been, you know, rewarding a low usage with a weird, like, five-yard touchdown every week. I, I absolutely just, love the fact that I so hard disagree with ESPN here. That's a terrible ranking. It doesn't make um, any well, sense. It, it's, it's awful. It's a, a, He is like a low-end RB2 for me this week. And, I mean, there's a number of factors. Number one being the 50-50 essentially split in carries he's getting with Langford right now. We've talked about Tampa Bay being a good defensive team against the run for several weeks now. It's in Tampa Bay. Uh, Levante David just got snubbed from the Pro Bowl. He's going to be pissed. Um, I, I don't like this. Uh, the Bears just lost again last week. They're going to want to see what they have in Langford. I hate Matt Forte. If you have him this week, uh, you're, I, I, you know, I hate it. I, I think for me, it is Langford. I like Langford as like a flex play. I like Alshon Jeffrey obviously as a wide receiver one, and I'm that's it. I'm good. And That's Jeffrey's it. dinged up this week. I will wait to see how the next couple of days play out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know he, that. He practice today. But yeah, Forte, out. I, I don't like it this week. And, you know, fuck ESPN for having that terrible, you know, just shoot. That's just so much recognition for being a name. It's gross. Yeah, it's true. Uh, on the Tampa side of the ball. Um, oh, also, you know what? I, one of the things I wanted to talk about this week uh, before we move on to Tampa is uh, some defenses. If you're streaming defenses this week, if you're in the fantasy championship uh, and you've been just rolling out the defenses, I actually like the, uh, the Tampa defense in this game. Um, I think that they are going to have a low ownership probably available in your league. And if you have, if you are somehow stuck with like the Cardinals defense or the green Bay defense, that's not, you don't want to start either one of those guys. So I like the, uh, I like the Tampa defense in this game. And I also like Jameis, Mike Evans and Doug Martin. Those three guys, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. It's Love been. what you said there about their offense. Uh, absolutely hate what you said about their defense. I started Tampa D against uh, St. Louis last week and got legitimately zero points. Zero. Oof. So, fuck them. You can have them, Josh. All you. All right. That's fair. Uh, I just feel like Cutler throws a pick six. Especially, it's like, at the end of the season, now that they have nothing to play for. Dead to me. Who gives a shit? They're yeah. dead to me. Uh, but, yeah, it's Jameis, obviously, as a QB2. Yeah, a high-end QB2 for me. And uh, and then Doug Martin, obviously, RB1. Where do you think Doug Martin ranks as far as keepers go for next season? Where do you think he's going to be as a running back for next season? So, I think he's going to be a free agent. So, a lot of it is oh, going to be the oh, oh. where he ends up. But uh, he's the running He's going to be my keeper in our league. It's going to be wow. him, uh, Allen Robinson, and Jordy for super cheap. So I'm feeling great uh, about where I am now and moving forward. But uh, you should feel great. Yeah, I, I would say that he is uh, talent alone. I, he, say, assuming he stays in Tampa or moves to a comparable situation, I would say he is a top 10 running back next year. Uh, yeah, so I just realized that we in that league have a rule that if you keep somebody for a third year, you sign them to a Three, to a two-year contract, Super and you have to keep them. You have to keep them for a third and a fourth year. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you know this, Jeff, but I actually kept somebody for a third year last year. Do you know who that is? Uh, Lacey, right? It is Eddie Lacey, who will be my keeper next year for, I believe, forty-two dollars. And I want to murder myself oh my because God, I just realized tremendous. that mid-episode. Didn't you trade him? Fuck, no, not in that league. Oh. I did not trade him. <laughs> in another league. I did. I was able to get rid of him. Stop laughing, you son of a bitch! You stop uh, laughing. So all three of the guys I just mentioned mentioned are cheaper than uh, Eddie Lacy combined, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. But let me tell you something that I am not going to say fuck you about, and it is 
something I'm super excited about, Jeff. It is the next game on the docket, the Carolina Panthers, your 14-0 Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Jeff, what do you think the odds were before the season that the Panthers would go undefeated? I mean, I don't think those were even something you could bet on. Probably not, right? Yeah, it's staggeringly. that uh, I I can't believe that we are where we are. Uh, what are you doing for the game? Uh, I am going to be in Denver, so I'm going to go to my, my old stopographs. Yep, exactly. So watching the game. Are they the going to like, roll out the red carpet for you? Is like the prodigal son, has, has he returned? Uh, I will tell you this, Jeff. Uh, Is Joey going to make out with people left and right? Well, he's probably going to make out with somebody, and it's probably going to be me. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm, uh, I am Gigi. super fire. I tried to come up with like a fun joke, and I couldn't do it except for uh, just basically announcing my homosexual relationship with Joey. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think everybody kind of knew oh, that one. Oh, we're all surprised. Uh, <laughs> oh, shocker. I can't believe Anyways, it. Oh, yeah. man. Close the closet. Yeah, um, yeah it's, uh, it's going to be super fun. And I am just really looking forward to Sunday, man. There's going to be a lot of blue jello shots to be had for this guy. And uh, I am probably going to go behind the bar and bartend after the game because that's what they let people do at the bar. It is awesome. Man, I Super fun. I haven't had a jello shot in years. Yeah, it's a, it's a tradition at Shelby's. Uh, we get a blue shot, blue jello shot every time that the Panthers score. So uh, this year they really lost out on that bet because yeah. it's been it's been happening a lot and I think it's going to happen a lot again this game. Do you see how I segued it back into the fantasy football? Your evolution uh, as a segwayer has uh, been inspiring. It's true. Uh, my wife actually is thinking about buying me a Segway for Christmas um, because I'm that good at segwaying. Boom! Is that a high five? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, I think that Cam obviously is probably the number one quarterback for everybody. Uh, he's just been unbelievable MVP recently. I don't. Again, it's a it's a it's a landslide. It, yeah. Last week it locked it up. That was amazing. It's a, it's a boat show. He's tremendous. He had a hundred yards rushing last it's week, Jeff. It's obscene. It is. It's uh, it's very exciting, and I'm happy to be a part of it. And by a part of it, I mean just a dude that cheers for the Panthers, but still counts. Uh, I think that Teddy Ginn. I mean. I said you could start him last week. I think at this point you got to fucking trust him because he has been – I read something today that was like you don't really want to start Ted Ginn, but somehow he has opened down the field 50 yards three times a game. It And it's been that way for the past two months. So I just don't know what else to say. And if Cam's going to throw five touchdowns a game, which I don't see – I really don't think he's going to throw less than four in this game. I just feel like Ted Ginn's going to get one or two of those. So uh, I think it's Ted Ginn. I think it's Greg Olson. And I don't like anybody in the running game because I don't think Stewart's going to play. And I apologize if you started Fozzie Whitaker because of me last week on the podcast. Or I also mentioned him and wrote of his article. It was a lot of uh, – it was some bad advice on old Fozzie. You took, you put yourself out there. I, yeah. I understand what you did. It really backfired. But uh, no, I think that you're right. It, it, it's It's amazing how good – Cam is that that the, the I feel good about starting Ginn. I feel great about starting Olsen. I, I wouldn't feel good about starting anyone else in that offense. No, you know everything else pretty miss uh, hit or miss. But uh, I think from the other side of the ball, uh, Julio is my wide receiver one in one of the leagues. I'm in a. Uh, <laughs> the Are you worried? Uh, extremely. I uh, yeah. I can't believe that he is going against uh, <laughs> Josh Norman in the championship. 
the, the, thing, the thing that gives me a little bit of confidence is the fact that it's a PPR league, and Julio did have seven catches, only 90 yards, which is very un-Julio-like, um, but just the fact that he is the the only the only option in that offense is yeah in a PPR league makes him a safe play, um, and doesn't matter who he's playing against. Yeah, unfortunately, Jeff, the the I feel like you're quoting the stat from the last Carolina game, right? When Norman was all over Julio, yeah. he did have seven for ninety, but the Panthers were up thirty-five nothing at halftime in that game, so uh, they had nothing to play for. I'm pretty sure he had like six for eighty after halftime, so it was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, not that that's not, that not that that might not happen again, but I have a feeling that. I don't know if you've been watching the news, Jeff, but I feel like Josh Norman might be a little fired up this week. So, I also feel um, like him and Julio are friends. They didn't, is that they true? Didn't, well, they didn't get in a fist fight on the well, field, and that was right before uh, the Giants game, right? Well, I think Julio, so Julio may, Jones is not a sociopath like Odell Beckham. Yeah, is. so maybe they shake hands a little bit, and uh, Norman backs off. What do, what do the Panthers have to play for at this point? It's a great, that's a great point, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that, that take. Uh, maybe they'll just maybe they'll just let him score a bunch of times. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I feel like uh, as long as he doesn't call Julio Jones a G uh, before the game starts, then I think he's going to be fine. Because if you call somebody, because one thing that I know about the NFL, Jeff, they do not name call. No one name calls, and certainly no one calls anybody else's sexual preference into question. The integrity that never of the happens. league is just yeah unquestioned is. at this point. It's true. Come on. What is this? The the IHL? I don't think so. Let's move it on, Jeff. I got, I got nothing else to talk about. You're going to start Devonta in this game, but that's it for me um, from an Atlanta standpoint. I think you have to roll Julio out there, but I'm tempering my expectations, and I think you may have a better option. Honestly, I feel like you may. Uh, Indianapolis Colts versus the Miami Dolphins. I, I don't want to talk very much about this game because the Colts offense just stinks. And uh, they're super boring to watch, and so are the Miami Dolphins. Like, I don't really want to start anybody in this game. And the only – we already said that we would come back and talk about Lamar Miller. Uh, Jay Ajayi got more uh, snaps than Miller did last week, and I just don't – I don't think – I don't see Miller getting back on the field. Although, this is the – although we always say, like, hey, Lamar Miller, uh, he's dead. He's never going to be good again. And then he blows up for 150 and two touchdowns. So maybe this is the week. I would hate if I had any one in this game as a part of my offense or part of my team in the championship. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, really, true. there's T.Y., Jarvis Landry, and uh, Lamar Miller are the only guys who are even in the conversation. I feel like Jarvis Landry is the best option of them, uh, especially in PPR leagues. Of them, did you hear that? Of them. Yeah, that was really good. Um, but that said, I would feel awful. What about, <laughs> this, what about game's, this, this game is going to be bad. What about Frank Gore? Didn't even consider yeah. him. Um, I'm going Hill again over Gore. Wow. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I think all everybody in this game is like a flex option. And I'm looking elsewhere. Um, even though they're, they are – neither one of these teams have particularly good defense – I just don't trust anybody you know in what this I'm game. Josh, we're get, I don't know if this is a segue to a game we're going to talk about next. I don't know if you have something in mind, but I, there's a game I would like to talk about. It's the uh, the Bills, and I am actually going to be playing um, Carlos Williams uh, against Dallas over Frank Gore and Jeremy Hill. So in the championship, my running backs are Carlos Williams and David Johnson, and I wow. feel fucking great about it. Uh, uh, that is a terrific segue, Jeff, because I am ready to talk about that game. 
the Buffalo Bills, I actually, funnily enough, now that you say the Buffalo Bills, I am starting Tyrod Taylor and Sammy Watkins. I've been doing it the past three weeks in my big money league. So um, be prepared for them to have a shitty game. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I like that. And, uh, you know, also would another question. Um, I have that combo in a league. Same one I'm talking about, actually. Uh, and I did it last week. I, I had a huge week last week, as you would imagine, with that combo in David Johnson. Uh, but would you start uh, Stafford or Tyrod? Uh, Stafford. So would I. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, uh, I like Stafford better. Um, this is going to be a dumb question, Jeff. Um, who are the Bills playing this week? I don't have it written Cowboys. down. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a big very, part of it, too. You know, they're... they're, they're I am really? nothing if not professional. What yeah. do you think about the Buffalo defense in this game? Uh, so, hmm. as much as I love the offense, it's a great matchup. The, it's as great of a matchup for the defense, and... I feel like Rex Ryan could be on his way out, and it's only because of the the defense. You, you know, you hear Sammy Watkins chirping about accountability. You hear uh, Mario Williams openly griping about a situation. I feel like it, it's a sinking ship on that side of the ball, um, which has helped the offense, much like the Saints' terrible defense has helped their offense. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I I don't. I just feel like Kellen Moore, and I don't let, I don't trust anybody on Dallas. No. So I don't want to trust anybody on Dallas. And uh, I feel like in a situation like that, like when you're talking about I don't want to play anybody on the offense, then the opposing fantasy defense has to be a viable option, right? Like mm-hmm. it has to be. So I, I, that's just for me. I think that the Buffalo defense could be somebody that you might want to utilize in your fantasy championship. Other than that, Carlos Williams – are you worried about this guy, Dizzy Gillespie? Is that his name? Dizzy uh, Gillespie? Mike, Mike Gillespie. Dizzy is yeah. his, uh, you know, Bebop 50s uncle, I assume. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm good. No? All right. Keep talking. Uh, I'm going to grab a drink. No, no, no. Grab it. Do it. Uh, I think that, for me, I think that it's going to be Carlos Williams. I think he's going to get uh, the majority of the carries in this game. And, uh, and that's pretty much it from this game. I don't think there's anything else. Buffalo... And uh, I already fucking forgot Dallas. Dallas sucks so bad. It's so crazy because at the beginning of the season, they were we were looking at them as such a different team. At the beginning of the season, it was Tony Romo. It was Des Bryant. It was Lady Christine was on the team. Was he? Did he get signed in the first couple weeks? I don't even remember. It was a. Uh, it was just insane. What a different team it was. And now Darren McFadden is really the only option, and he's like flex option. And even then, I don't feel great about starting Darren McFadden against this Buffalo defense. We're going to move it on to the San Francisco 49ers at the Detroit Lions. I use the French pronunciation because I'm extremely fancy. And uh, this San Francisco team has nobody startable on it. And it has nobody and it has had nobody startable on it for, I don't know, a month maybe. Uh, We had a big fight at the beginning of the season. I'm doing a lot of reminiscing today. I don't know why. Um... Thinking a lot about who we liked at the beginning of the season. I know we had a big argument about Torrey Smith versus Anquan Bolden. Anquan for uh, life. Yeah. And Anquan has really been, uh, the past few weeks, has been a guy that you, um, maybe you have been starting in your 14-team league. But uh, in, the, in the championship, I don't trust him. Obviously, nobody on this San Francisco team, even though Jeff will tell you about how much he loves Sean the Drone. Um, 
I don't think there's anybody that I can start. From a Detroit side of the ball, there are a lot of people I might start. Um, actually, just three. And they are Matty Staff, Calvin Johnson, and Golden Tate. And weirdly enough, Calvin Johnson has been pretty bad to quite bad this season. Can you, can I say that with confidence, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Yeah, right. really disappointing. People took him as a wide receiver one, and he has not been. No, uh, he's been a low-end wide receiver, too. So I think that – but both of those guys are startable, especially against the San Francisco uh, defense. They give up a lot of passing touchdowns mm-hmm. on the road. Absolutely. And I don't like – I can't I, – I just cannot – I cannot physically go into my fantasy championship week starting Amir Abdullah. So I would rather just take a zero at the spot than Amir Abdullah. Uh, we're going to move on, Jeff, unless you have anything pressing to talk about in this game, which you can't. Uh, Cleveland, Kansas City. Really, there's nobody on Kansas or there's nobody on Cleveland I like except for our boy, the Barn. Obviously, what a year! Startable. What a year! I mean, he's been spectacular. You are the curve on the Barn, uh, and I must say that I was very late to it, but he has had a just a great season. He he, he just really a great has season, and uh, he got a huge uh, payday. Good for him. I feel like. You know what? He's like one of those guys where I, uh, sometime during the offseason, I'm going to get drunk and buy a Gary Barnage T-shirt or like an autographed football on eBay. I can you know, see one that. of those type of things. Yeah, and, I can uh, see that. It's going to be really something that I'm going to throw out almost immediately. So I'm pretty excited about that happening. <laughs> Maybe I'll send it to you as a gift. That would be nice. Hmm. Uh, probably shouldn't have said that on the air or just – told you about what a surprise it. i'll be yeah. i'll be thrilled <laughs> you are gonna be thrilled oh man maybe i'll send it to owen and then he'll have to i'll uh he'll have to keep it above his bed right that's how gifts work mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah uh yeah for that's pretty much it on the cleveland side of the ball right i mean i'm not starting dookie duke duke uh crow sound johnny football any of those guys in uh in my fantasy championship no, no right. thank you uh kansas city side of the ball Man, the Sharknado is probably fantasy pickup of the year, you think? There's some probably someone better. I can't think of it offhand. Uh, Rawls. Uh, but that's No, it. but Rawls has been out. Maybe it's David Johnson. No, I think... Th- Rawls was pretty awesome this year. He's, he, he's mine. Or, Jesus, Teddy Ginn's out there, too. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but Jay Shandersaker really been killing it this year. Um, we missed it. We missed it completely. Yeah, we did miss it completely, and then we just loved it. That was my favorite thing about uh, what we did this season, Jeff, was we completely backtracked on ourselves constantly, sometime within the same sentence. I lo- uh, That was my favorite part of the entire season, when I would start somewhere and finish in the exact opposite place <laughs> and say both things with confidence. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, Jay Shandersake, our top five running back this week. And I'm going to be honest with you, dude, if Spencer Ware starts, I think you can start him at flex. This Cleveland uh, defense has just thrown given in up. the towel. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I think that they are definitely startable. Somebody who's not startable, Travis Kelsey. Fuck that guy. I would much rather start uh, your boy, Zach Ertz, than uh, Travis Kelsey. And I, I feel like so Zach much. Ertz is available in pretty much all leagues. So he, has, he, being Travis Kelsey, has just completely fallen off the wayside. I, I can't, I, I, it's amazing to me that with a team – that has no weapons aside from Macklin, he still has not become more than he's than what he showed this year. Uh, yeah. th- that's kind of a rant and that didn't make much sense, but I just really expected him to be the weapon 
for a team that doesn't have any weapons. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. doesn't make any sense. It definitely does not make any sense. Uh, I think you can start Macklin in a flex spot, but that's pretty much it for me for this game. Mm -hmm. We're moving it on because it's just not an exciting game and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, Should we pour one out for – oh, God, Jeff. I may start crying here. Houston, Tennessee. Man, I am just – come on. Maybe next year, man. Maybe next year. The Maserati, it just sometimes the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Uh, take it from us too soon here. Um, certainly was going to be the year of the Maz, but um, I'll be drafting him in all my leagues next year, so I'm pretty excited about that. Going to be a great value. Get ready for me talking him up in the preseason. Can't wait. Get man. ready for it. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, and on the Houston side of the ball, it's DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm out. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And- and Let's on the Tennessee side of the ball, I'm out. I am out. Thanks, but no thanks. I don't like anybody. And uh, Brandon Whedon, good for you, buddy. Still in the league. I'm so excited. Uh, there are four games left, Jeff, and there are all four of them are pretty exciting from a fantasy standpoint. So I'm. Let's jump right to them. Uh, Green Bay, Arizona. Man, Arizona is just so much fun this year, and. I read that David Johnson is averaging 0.9 fantasy points per rush attempt. That means almost every time that he gets the ball, he is going to get you a fantasy point. That's insane. Um, He is, (laughs) again, I'm not a draft nit or anything, uh, and I didn't know much about him coming out, but he is a monster. He's fast as hell. Uh, Do you remember the guy Michael Bennett from Wisconsin a couple years ago? I do. I do. He reminds me a little bit of him. I mean, he's just like this monster mammoth guy who all of a sudden is at the other side of the pile with the ball running away. It's awesome. Yeah, he's really, really good. And Arizona is uh, is one of those teams we talked about, um, just like the Jets, just like the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, which is a weird thing to say. But you could start everybody on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel great about it. If you're going into your fantasy championship starting Palmer, David Johnson, John Brown, Michael Floyd, and Larry Fitz – that's fun and also terrifying. <laughs> the only thing that would scare me a little bit is you never know which one of those three is going to have the game. Larry yeah, Fitz but you is know what? due, but uh, oh. the, the he's due only argument works I'm when it doesn't count. So, I'm so happy that we got the way we fit a he's due in there. Yeah, I felt like he we were, is. He's due. <laughs> we missed. We got most of the catchphrases, but we missed out on he's due. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I like all five of those guys. I, I don't think there's anybody out there that constructed their team that way, but that would be fun in DFS. Mm-hmm. I feel like somebody should start that lineup with uh, in DFS, fill their lineup with uh, either cards or Jags and just see what happens on the green Bay side of the ball. Um, Man, fuck these guys. Uh, I think it's Aaron Rodgers, and I don't really trust anybody else. I, I think we Randall talk Cobb again is... next year, um, and I talk about how awesome the Packers are going to be. Remind me of how angry I am about the entire Green Bay offense at this point. I hate them so much, Josh. They have fucked me at every turn. Uh, the only two guys who did anything this year are James Jones, uh, James Starks, and Richard Rodgers. Who I have owned exactly zero of this year. <laughs> but I've no. had a fuckload of Eddie Lacy, uh, Randall Cobb, uh, Devonta Adams, and Aaron Rodgers. Who had a pretty nice year. Number one quarterback nice? Absolutely not. So no, I, good I, lord, I no. Know. I don't know no how way. to handle them next year, but I'm going to overvalue them and I need you to shoot me down hard. 
I'd be glad to, Jeff. Uh, nothing makes me happier than making you sad. So uh, that'll be it. my pleasure. Yes. Uh, I do think, though, uh, I know that we've, now that I've said fuck these guys a bunch of times, uh, I think Randall Cobb and James Jones both uh, are startable in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's, Arizona's going to put up a shitload yeah. of points. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that definitely hasn't come back to fuck me this year. I, I think that, I think. Uh, I would rather start Zach Ertz than Richard Rogers. In fact, after this pod is over, before it drops, I'm going to go and go and pick up uh, Zach Ertz for Richard Rogers in one of the leagues I'm in the fantasy championship of, because I don't I don't trust Richard Rogers to have anything more than two catches for six yards. Yeah, maybe both of those go for touchdowns, but I just don't trust it. I think the the only thing that would make me a little excited about the Packers offense this week is the fact that uh, Honey Badger is out for the year, and they yeah. haven't settled into a routine with him out. So uh, I, I just there, there's some uncertainty in that secondary, but otherwise I hate the Packers offense this year. They have absolutely fucked me inside and out. I would not. I actually don't think I have any Packers starting this week. Wow. Uh, that is very aggressive. Yeah. Speaking done. of aggressive, Jeff, the Seattle defense, very aggressive. Love I don't it. know. Number one yep. defensive player of the week. Yep. Uh, it's a um, – they're going against the St. Louis Rams. Good Lord, the Rams are just the worst. They're like the opposite of the Jags. They seem like they should have been fun before the season started, and then all of a sudden, nah, Gurley just plods his way to 100 yards on 28 carries. Uh, Tavon – sometimes busts out for games, but only when he's on your bench. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I don't like anything else about the St. Louis Rams, right? It's so true. Yeah. I, I hate it. Yeah. Don't, but for, but don't things, that I, things that I do like are players on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and I think, Jeff, we would be remiss if we did not take a couple minutes here to talk about the running back situation in Seattle – and allow you to have your moment in the sun because it's been 16 weeks in the making. And for the viewers at home, for the listeners at home, Jeff is literally undressing as we speak. Uh, <laughs> I'm laying down seductively, much like my co-host is. Uh, no, I can't believe that this is working out the way it is. I have been a high on Christine Michael since... Jesus, uh, 2013 or whenever he was drafted. He is She's a, a lady. She is a superstar in the making, and uh, she finally gets a chance to strut her stuff this week, and it just so happens to be the fantasy championship. I don't have her in any league. Uh, she was astutely picked up by most people. Um, but that said, I would not start her in any stretch. Uh, no. I'm still very... Dude, it's so, Jeff. Oh, you can't, I trust, Josh, trust. As much as I love a good narrative... Um, I'm, I, there's, there's some serious money on the line, uh, this week and I would not be riding with her, but I'm very excited about it. I think that the one thing I do want to talk about this game is how much of a 180 we have taken with Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's been fantastic. Uh, he's been positively cam like the past five weeks. He has been great. He has been unbelievable as soon as, uh, Jimmy Graham actually turned out to be the thorn in that offensive side. As soon as he went down, they opened it up and they've been great. Um, I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do with him next year, but they need to make sure that he fits into Russell Wilson, not vice versa, which I think they tried to do when he got here. So it's a Russell show. He is great. Lady Christine is a keeper option for anyone who wants to pick him up. What? <laughs> What's happening? 
He's, I feel like you're ramping up to the end of the show here about the Seahawks, but we have like we have two more games, so we do. Don't ramp it up quite yet. But what I do want to say is, you know I how like, you know what Lady Christine does to me, Josh. It's I not, know. It's dumb. You you have no blood in your head right now. It is all in Ugh. your boner. Uh, I think that Full I actually think that Lady Christine is a flex option this week. Uh, how do you like that? Um, I love it. I uh, I don't I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> I can endorse it. You don't uh, have. You don't even know what to say. What the heart wants, like, Josh. What the heart wants. Um, I think that. Uh, I also think Tyler Lockett is a nice flex option in this game, and obviously Dougie Fresh, our our man, mm-hmm. Douglas Edward Fresh, has been uh, killing it. So um, you got to. I mean, there's there's no lineup he should not be in at this point in the in the season, especially in your fantasy championship. New York Giants versus the Minnesota Vikings Sunday night football. Do you think Al Michaels might have something to say about this whole Odell Beckham situation? He might have an opinion. I'm going to go well, uh, I don't know there, Al. That's my Chris Collinsworth impression. It's not very good. I can't see but, so uh, good. As, am I talking to Chris Collinsworth right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're the best, Jeff. How are we not the number one pod? On I have no teams? idea. Shit doesn't oh, make sense. I know what it is. Bad advice and bad sound quality. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Um, New York Giants versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Rashad Jennings had a huge game last week. The past two weeks, he's been really good. You trusted him in your fantasy championship, Jeff. Are you? I uh, actually thought of you and laughed because like, you're the only one I know who ever plugged Rashad Jennings, and he had a great game last week. Like, yeah, it really uh, did. Just a phenomenal game. Uh, so I enjoyed that. No, I think that uh, <laughs> really the only option. With that being can, said, no. The only option you can trust here is and always has been Fat Starqua. <laughs> <laughs> oh man again i ask why we're not number one yeah the re- the wheels are falling off here um <laughs> yeah no it's true uh i think i'm not gonna miss my train by the way i read the times wrong oh so we're, we're good oh terrific good yeah, to yeah. know we're not rushing out of here your 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 out has gone from a hard out to a soft out yeah, just like absolutely. my wife's butt um <laughs> that didn't make any sense not at all uh, i don't I, I don't know what that means um so i think that if if beckham is suspended which, uh, if Jaws is incorrect, um, I think Ruben Randall is a nice play here. How do you like that, Jeff? I, I think it's a really savvy play. I think that, it, especially in the PPR league, he is going to get a ton of targets because, frankly, someone on that team has to get targets, and Beckham was getting <laughs> most of them. Um, yeah. If he is... Uh, I think that that position, whether it's uh, Beckham or Randall, is the only position to consider for the Giants. You know, No he, Eli QB2? No, I don't like it this week. Um, oh, I, I right. think that if you... So the weird thing, you probably have Eli as your QB2. I mean, who has a better QB2 than Eli in a two-quarterback league? So you'd probably trot him out there. But in one-quarterback leagues, I think Eli for a while there was working his way into the in, into the conversation. In this week, I'm not there. Uh, I, I That's fine. I am fine with that. Um, Even if would you rather start too, by the Eli way. or Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, well, I hate Teddy Bridgewater. So give me a better example. Like something, no, uh, that's that might be a, a real thing that somebody's facing. How about oh, Eli? Then Eli or um, Johnny Football. Eli. Eli or um, Jay Cutler. Now this one I like. Yeah, um, see, that's a good one. Yeah, this, if if uh, both well, guys, the weird thing, but whoever so you put on your bench on, is going to fuck uh, you. Wide receiver who plays. Jeffrey's hurt. 
he might not play. If he doesn't play, I'd go Eli. Uh, if they both, if Beckham and Jeffrey don't play, I would still probably go Cutler. I love how you managed to squeeze your way out of that question. Uh, well, if this happens, then I would do that. And if <laughs> that happens, then I would do this. And uh, you're the worst. Minnesota, it's really um, <laughs> it's really Adrian Peterson, and that's it. Call it all day for me. That's it, right, Jeff? We are moving on. That is all I got to talk about. To Monday night. Was that Forrest Gump? Who was know. that? I don't know. Uh, I thought it was, yeah. That's all I got to say about. It was me imitating you making a voice about me of an unknown person. Gotcha. All right, so you were doing me doing you. Well, I got pissed. it. Yeah, super yeah, pissed. Obviously. Uh, Monday night football, Jeff. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 Actually, a lot of fantasy championships are not going to be decided until Monday, which is pretty exciting. I know that uh, I'm in a league where I am playing A.J. Green in the in the championship, so that'll be fun. And so let's start with Cincinnati. Do you think A.J. McCarron can get the ball to his weapons, which you have to set your watch to? Yeah, man. I, first off, I want to say thank you to the Bengals this year. They were fantastic the entire time. I've Until right say. now. Until right now. I mean, luckily, like I'm out of my leagues that I had them in because they all got hurt uh, at a very inopportune time. But they were a really impressive offense in general this year. I almost feel like they didn't click all the way. I don't feel like uh, Dalton and Green had uh, the best connection, but Dalton and Eifert and Dalton and Jones and you know Gio Bernard, they, the, the supporting cast was spectacular. Um, but that said, this week, I would... F- <clears throat> Josh, I'm going to turn this right back on you. <laughs> right back on you. Because you have no idea what to say. No, you? in our league, I've really been thinking about this. Would you play? Would you play? I'm ready. I love this game. Christine Michael slash Bryce Brown. or AJ Christine Green. Michael. I don't, I don't care what the other option Or AJ Green. I want to play Christine Michael in that situation. <laughs> No, uh, for realsies, it's still AJ Green, right? In your league, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's got to be AJ Green. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like if I took him out, it would be getting too cute. And yeah, he, it he is might getting not too have cute. As much upside as he had with Dalton, but he is still has that game breaking talent. He can take a six yards slant to the house. He's a still a top eight wide receiver, and uh, you know what, man? This Denver defense is really good against the wide receiver. Fuck. Now I might be going back to my original. Uh, I think it might be Lady Christine. AJ Green is no Antonio Brown, and obviously Roethlisberger is a better quarterback. But Antonio Brown just hung forty-eight fantasy points uh, on the Broncos. Mm, I don't want yeah, to hear the good defense anymore. For a while there, they were a show-stopping juggernaut pass defense. They are not anymore. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, yeah, AJ Green. Uh, I I think that he is. He's got to be the guy that you're going with. Mm-hmm. Speaking of guys that you're going with, Jeff, who are you going to go with? Jeremy Hill or Gio Bernard? You have your choice. Non PPR. I would go. Uh, what a great question. I, and I feel like I've had this in, like response all year. For this week, I'd probably go Gio. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Jeremy Hill. I was reading this thing. Do you you have you have your computer right there, right? I do. Yeah. Can you pull up Jeremy Hill's stats for the year? Yeah. Uh, and I am going to say that he is a huge disappointment, right, Jeff? I think we can agree with that. Wild disappointment. Wild disappointment. Tell me what his stats are when you get them. Um, 
Oh, it's individual games. Uh, no, I don't do want, want that. Oh, fuck. I want the whole season. All right. Well, hold on a sec. The point that I'm going to make to you, Jeff, is it's wildly in, in – he is wildly disappointed. I think he has 13 touchdowns. Is that right? Did I just make that up in my head? How many touchdowns does he have? So there is a great story I will tell in just a second about how many touchdowns Jeremy Hill has scored. And Jeff, that great story uh, <laughs> is on this webpage, which I am writing around, now. Um, what you have to do, Jeff, is you have to do the professional thing, which touchdowns. is you slow down your sentence until you t- get. He has 10 rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. It's 11 touchdowns through 15 games, and everybody says he's wildly disappointing. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's low-end wide receiver one or low-end running back one numbers, especially in a year like this. I mean, yeah, he, has he been disappointing for some games? Absolutely, but I feel like he has been a guy that has probably won you some games this year. When you, I mean, he's had a couple three-touchdown games. He has, under- he has had a point two, two point two. That's not 2. good. Two point four. That's 1. not good. Nine. That's not good. Two point three game this year. So that's so five. That five is games. why he people are saying he is disappointing. He is at that's... a seven and a five point five in there as well. So that's a lot of single digit games, and I, you know, for the most part, he was taken as a first or high second round pick. People expect yeah. more out of that. For you know, he, he's had a nice year. He has ten touchdowns. He also hasn't got hurt. We also we talk about guys who you take early and they get hurt and they fuck you, but they don't necessarily fuck you because you have another guy who can use in that spot. He is a guy that you've had to trot out there, or at least had to consider trotting out there all year, and that's awful. Yeah, that's true. Guess what, Jeff? I'm trotting him out there in my fantasy championship, and I'm recommending that everyone do the same. I think he's going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be fine this week against Denver. Catchphrase alert, because I said fine. What's uh, running back on Denver you playing? Um, go shoot myself. Is that still an option? <laughs> uh, I, I've always been a Ronnie Hillman guy, but I don't think that either one of them are going to be very good this month, this week. Yeah, I think they're going to yeah. split carries just down the middle. I think it's going to be a Matt Forte, Jeremy Langford type of a situation, and I think you're going to see both of them get like nine carries for 42 yards. Probably one of them is going to score a touchdown. I don't know which one. I like Ronnie The Hillman one you though. don't start. Exactly. It's the one you don't start. Yep. Demarius, definitely startable. Um, who do you like better here, Brock Osweiler or A.J. McCarron? Brock Osweiler is six foot eight, by the way. Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. God, so many sexy options. Um, I would probably go with... Uh... Neither. I, I mean, wow. So, yeah, neither. There's a better option out there. I don't, I don't know. No, it's a two quarterback league, Jeff. I don't have another choice. Oh, okay. Then I would go with Osweiler. If there's right. no option. There's no. Uh, there, that's not really. I hate both. I'm those gonna, I think both those guys are QB threes this week. Here's a fun uh, story that we're going to tell here, Jeff, because we're getting down towards the end of the pod. I am in the championship game and uh, in my big money league, and it's a two quarterback league, and we are tied with another guy who's playing. Um, Somebody who's, you know, kind of out of the running and he has uh, he was starting TJ Yates last week who obviously uh, blew out his knee. And now this guy has no QB, two. So the guy who he is playing, who is tied for first, uh, his name is Adam Linens. He went through and turned all of the quarterbacks <laughs> that are available so that this guy could not start a quarterback. But what he failed to realize is that he turned them all on Tuesday night. So they'll all just be available again on Saturday morning. <laughs> so he basically wasted his waiver priority 
and uh, and I promptly cut AJ McCarron so this guy could pick up AJ McCarron and uh, <laughs> start him awesome. against him. <laughs> it is. It was just so hilarious because I saw all the uh, all the all the transactions. I was like, oh my god, he turned the quarterbacks. The, oh man, this guy's fucked. He's gonna lose. And then I was like, wait a second. It's Tuesday. It's going to be fine. Linz doesn't know how to work a calendar. So, uh, he must have been so asshole. fucking happy with himself, too, when he was doing it. He was I so excited. the smartest guy in the world. Yeah, so I cut AJ McCarron and I picked up Rex Grossman because he was available in our league. So I was pretty excited to have him on the bench, Jeff. And I think we can all agree that Brock Osweiler is six foot eight, and this is the most exciting and most famous part of the show where I start to talk and the music ramps up behind me and you can set your watch to those weapons and Bill Sneed is our geometry teacher and I heart Cam Newton and his beautiful smile. It's the fantasy championship, you guys. We love you. TBD podcast. Come back and see us on Sunday when we have no advice and we just drunkenly ramble at each other. Love you guys. Good luck this weekend, guys. <laughs>